0: I'm Katie, I'm Liz, and we're
1: Not, not your, your Mommy. mommy. Oh, I w- wow. <laughs> Sorry, what's happening? Are we actually on the Skinny Confidential podcast right now?
0: Okay, but no, I was. I put this beside my coffee and then I like didn't have time to do it. But I'm like so. such a puffy little bitch this morning.
1: Liz has currently just pulled out a ice roller. And so this is what it's like to meet with you pre eight AM, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Aaron knows. He's like, she's ice rolling. Don't talk to her. Um <laughs> and it's not the skinny confidential one. It's like the eight dollar Amazon one that like is not actually I'm I know. curious I'm curious, do you have the skinny confidential one? I wanna know if it's like worth the eighty dollars.
1: Oh, is that how much it is? No. I think so. No. But I, like, actually love her products. You know I love her lube.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, she just posted – I was just looking. She's in, like, Italy for the, like, fifth time this summer, and she's, like, has her jaw um –
1: Oh yeah, that Whatever. thing. Yeah. I, I, okay, when she posted yesterday, I was like, we get it. You're like had two cocktails and you're kind of bored because you're sitting with your husband at lunch and she's literally like linking like every single thing she has in her purse. She <laughs> might as well make she's like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy these these marks back in-, yeah. in affiliate affiliate dollars.
0: Oh my god, I know. I'm like, look at your husband, maybe just like, you know, ask him how he's doing. But um <laughs> the like the jaw shaper thing, like I was watching this video, I'm like, okay, I maybe need to get that because okay also I'm like already skipping ahead to our like topic but like my jaw is fucked is yours
1: oh my god that's so funny I love that you don't actually even know what the topic is but you saw that on my notes I wrote (laughs) um jaw physio (laughs) which is like wow
0: in all all caps in all caps (laughs) and I was like tell me more because I I'm not kidding you this is the thing I have had jaw pain for like I don't, I don't know. know, a year and a half. <laughs>
1: okay, wait, is this like not your mommy, or is this like not your geriatric?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, exactly. We're we're supposed not your grandma.
1: <laughs> the-
0: yeah, not your granny. Um, okay, what's going on with your jaw? Tell me.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, is this an old thing or a mom thing? So, ever since we were in Kelowna, which, for reference, that would have been two podcast recordings ago. Mm-hmm and see and we you know we were all in musical chairs beds my night nurse was not doing his job properly yeah. <laughs> and i had to stay in bed with my whole family and i think just from the stress of those nights like i must have just clenched my jaw all night long and i actually like can barely open it like it's in so much pain and i went to my next-door neighbor's massage therapist the best one Ever. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I went there and she literally was like, this is so intense. She And then she actually referred me to a physio to do like uh, whatever, needling. Because she's oh. like, I don't even think I can get to it. Like she helped me, but – yeah, my jaw hurts a lot. I don't even know why I added that as a topic. I guess it's just to say like, okay, the 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 <laughs> ailments of a mom go far beyond like a C-section scar and like saggy boobs, you know?
0: Oh my god. No, I actually do think it is a mom thing because I have found if it's like lack of sleep or if I'm stressed, I'm clenching mm-hmm. and I I wanna know how your physio is because I was looking um What's there's like a word for it where they massage your face. Um. Anyway. Oh. But,
1: you know what yeah. About? Myofacial or something. I don't know. No. Yeah. I made that up. Yeah. I don't but, know who gave us mics. Who let us be like talk to people about things about, like about
0: I, about like taxes and medical <laughs> issues. Yeah. Like- <laughs>
1: There needs um, to be like a regulatory person on podcasts that just like sees podcasts like this and is like, you need to cut that out. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's actually like- kind of scary because I don't watch the news, I watch TikTok. So I am only <laughs> receiving news and facts from humans like us. There's I probably I'm, probably less yeah. education. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm the same way. I only like hear news through Aaron, who's like reads it in, <laughs> in bed, which I find so annoying. I'm like, can you just like wake up with something nice? He's like, why is you watching like a 22 year old put a face mask on on TikTok any better than what I'm doing? I'm like, well, wait, can I don't you know. sit,
1: a- go away from the mic a little bit? Like you're kind of like deep throating it, and it's quite loud. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Okay, is that better? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's much okay. better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: Um, um, no, but okay, my jaw. So I, I'm not. Oh wow! You. I thought
1: maybe we had moved on from this, but we're back. alright guys. <laughs> okay. Only, only what sixty more seconds. Just hit fast forward, and we'll get through this. Keep 60, going.
0: sixty seconds with my jaw. Well, I'm sorry. You were talking about deep throating, and it made me think
1: about my jaw. So <laughs> um, you, I guess you haven't been able to do any of that. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Um, but I, the the. So I went to a massage therapist, and I like said I was like I'm looking for like jaw release, mm-hmm. and. And she was telling me that, like, so much of jaw pain and clenching is, like, my- a mindful thing. So mm-hmm. she was, like, whenever you feel the pain, you, like, stick your tongue to the roof of your mouth to, like – because that basically puts your jaw in, like, neutral, which, like, is so hard to – it's obvious you can't do that when you're sleeping. But, um, yeah, anyway, that's my only answer I have for you. But I want to know how so busy is.
1: speaking of that, I just learned from my business partner – that you're supposed to put your tongue to the roof of your mouth to make, like, your your um, neck look cute when you are in photos. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, I think I did know that, actually, but I just don't do that. Or, or And his
1: listen- wife is gorgeous, so I'm like, okay, cool. Just give me any more tips she's got. So, anyways, for the rest of this podcast, I'm going to be keeping my tongue on the roof of my mouth.
0: You can't talk like that.
1: <laughs> but I look cute. But you look
0: cute. Your neck looks amazing. Thanks. Um Okay, so how are you? How are we doing?
1: Um, well, you and I are sitting here in our pajamas. It is early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I love that we decided to take on a podcast in the most busiest time of our lives, but and we, I guess we <laughs> I know we wanted to capture it and journal it in some way. But uh, <laughs> it's a I'm lot in the trenches. Okay, so it's interesting though. I was like, like I, I was, I felt really alone. I felt really dark. I actually. Turned to Reddit at one point there. (laughs) Okay, turns out, I think – sorry, you can hear my child screaming. It turns out, I think Reddit's kind of useful as a parent. I don't know. This is my first foray into it. I've seen it, like, referenced in other times, and I thought, ooh, that looks like a dark place. I don't think I want to go behind those curtains. But then when you start Googling random things about your child's sleep, you end up on these forums. And I have to say, it was actually so – Mm, like it was therapeutic, I guess, yeah. to know, to honestly, for someone to put, because you know, I'm not good with words, for someone to put words to this really dark feeling I had. Like one of them, I think, says something. I actually have to read some of these headlines. <laughs> they are wild. So, well, no, they're not wild. To be honest, they're exactly how I feel. I think I sent you one. Let's see. Oh, oh yeah. I've been texting. Oh. Yeah, someone said, um, I think my child is in a one-year sleep regression, and I want to kill myself. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can relate. This other person said, hope you survived it. I'm in the middle of one-year sleep regression right now, and I basically wish someone would kill me. Okay, this is another one. (laughs) Days slash nights like this make me regret ever becoming a parent. It's making me resent my family. I mean, I didn't not like it or repost it. (laughs) I actually almost reposted it on Instagram stories, and then I sent it to you instead because I was like, <laughs> "You like this is a bit dark." I was like, "Yeah, I don't think I want to write that I resent my family, but I can definitely co-sign on it."
0: Yeah, okay. The Reddit I always just thought Reddit was for like weird dudes, um, and like, yeah, I think I, thought I don't that know. Too. But turns out it's um, for it's
1: for dark moms as well
0: for 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 dark mommies. But no, um, one of my friends, Kira, um, she she's like a bit of a Reddit freak. And I remember when we were like really like talking about sleep training, she was like, oh yeah, like I was reading this thing on Reddit. Like she would constantly be referencing Reddit and I'm like, okay. And so I haven't, like I've dipped a toe in for sure. The thing I find about Reddit is it's very comforting. Like people don't come to Reddit to be like, I haven't figured all all, like all figured out. I'll, like, I'll figure out. They yeah. come to Reddit to like to vent and to like find communities so like I've been like you know redditing about potty training mm-hmm.
1: and like it's yeah
0: it's basically all these parents being like whoever said like you do it in three days is like fucking liar and you know just I mean some of the stories are like okay this is not comforting for me that like your child's eight and yeah, so totally shitting their <laughs> pants but like it just it just is like makes me feel like okay I'm not alone in this it's hard and I'm sure yeah with sleep too I think I actually – I remember Reddit-ing, Redditing it for when Emmett was going from two to one nap because I was just like, I don't – what's happening? This is hard.
1: Yeah. I used to think that like Instagram kind of real – like that whole Instagram mommy world was going to be my help in this. But it's a bit too Martha Stewart for me. My My real people live on Reddit, I've discovered.
0: I know. And it's just such like a – Outdated, like it feels like you're in like the 1990s. The platform and like red and gray, and it's like everyone has these weird little like avatar. It's just so it's not like our vibe at all. But it is like it works. But it is it's our people.
1: I actually think we should try to start promoting our podcast on there. I think that those people are really gonna love what we're putting out into. Yeah,
0: they would resonate with our content for sure.
1: So yeah, Yeah. it was super dark living in the in the margins of Reddit, and then. Um, it's crazy what like one night of like a good bedtime and a full night's sleep can really do for a household. Yeah. I, we're, we're new today. We're a whole new – I I thought I was going to get on here and cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, oh my God. So yesterday <laughs> I also was texting Liz and I was like, I – what did I say? Like I'm feeling – You said uh, you're like I'm like, – we were just going back and forth about
0: logistics and you're like, okay, I'm the darkest I've ever felt. And in very Katie, like, you know, d- direct fashion. But I was like, it's okay. Save it for the pod. Just cry on the pod. The people will love that. And then I, like, took a beat. And I'm like, is that – like, I'm, like, capitalizing on your pain.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, I want to – I want – um Oh, I said I want to call someone to cry, but to be honest, oh, yeah. all my friends, all my friends are in deep. So I literally like don't want to call anyone. Like, no one needs my my shit on top of that. And then you're like, well, you know, you can always call me or just cry on the pod, she says. People would honestly love that. I was like, I literally respected it. I couldn't respond right away. So then like Liz might have spiraled a little bit because she was like worried she wasn't polite about enough to me. But like uh, I <laughs> i loved it so much i was like wait do i have a chris jenner on my hands and are we about to make millions with this podcast because if that's where your brain's at i'm fully on board
0: yeah no that was like definitely where my, where my brain was at yesterday so i'm gonna keep leaning into that energy because clearly it's working for you yeah
1: oh it's great I, oh I, I love it someone gave me a, a taste of my own medicine really and yeah. finally someone's managing me oh my god a, can i get a momager like seriously but the reason we're doing better today is i've also reached like the trenches of motherhood where i put uh like heavy duty black bag- garbage bags over my windows
0: <laughs> oh you're one of those
1: <laughs> okay so i resisted for so long i've never done anything blackout like my child wildly enough that's like the one environmental thing or the one thing that he can do he sleeps wherever once we like get him to sleep. Right. But we're, we're, we have hit the one year sleep regression and our household is actually like untethered, as we would say. Yeah. I don't even know. It feels like it was never tethered. Like we are just, <laughs> we're flailing. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I will do anything. And when I look back on his best sleep was on Bowen Island. And that was a really <laughs> dark room with the bunk beds, as we all remember. If yes. You referenced- and you- Four episodes ago.
0: Yes, yes. When Katie was washing the sleeper, so he was in the same sleeper as that good Bowen Island sleep.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was also minimum minimum so I had to balance it out. So, (laughs) yeah, they're up, and we had a great night's sleep. So those things aren't coming down. And when you're here for the one year birthday party this weekend, just don't look up.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, Kate, I know that's a thing, or like black construction paper or whatever. Mm -hmm. I we had a blackout blind. I don't know. I just never really like forayed into that, but I've definitely seen, you know, or like the travel. Okay. Have you seen those travel cribs? It's basically like a blackout crib. The sleep pod.
1: Yeah. They're expensive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My thinking was always like, ugh, I mean, if you have to like create conditions that perfect, your kid will never sleep anywhere. So I was like
1: that too, but now I'm like, okay, well I need everyone to sleep.
0: Yeah, yeah, whatever works. Um, okay, so you had a better sleep, but I'm curious to know how the first like couple days of your new location have been going.
1: Oh my god, we haven't opened. Oh, sorry. we've had some, it's okay, we had some setbacks just with our construction. So we are gonna open on Monday. So when this comes out, I feel like I'm probably gonna say this for a hundred times over. This is the yeah. hard thing is that like I feel like I kind of put like months and months on hold while you and you like shuffle things for months. And this is why whenever someone tries to make plans with me right now, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can make plans. Yeah. Because everything's just always shuffling. It's really it's a whole new element now that I'm dealing with childcare though, because it's like I'm Like having to shuffle childcare and shuffle Chris's days off and all that good stuff. But yeah, hopefully we'll be open on Monday. But honestly, I was there last week or this throughout this week and it looks so good. And I taste tested all the burgers. Oh Mm. my God, my mouth is watering. It's like pre 8 (laughs) a.m. right now, but I'm thinking about burgers and they were so good. We have like basically a Kokomo McChicken. (gasps) Oh my God. so good. I can't wait for you to try it. I mean, you're obviously going to be the first in line because you're wearing your Kokomo merch right now.
0: I know. This shirt is so cute. I love it so much. I've gotten like, I mean, mainly from my sister, but a lot of love on it.
1: So I think we're just going to launch it uh, with our new location. I haven't even put it in stores yet. So you truly are like my first mommy, mommy blogger wearing this. Oh my God. I'm just going to roll into
0: the new location wearing it and be like, yeah, the owner gave it to me. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen this one of a kind? okay also the back of your hair like the when you turn to the side like it looks so chic from the front and it's like you're attacked in the back of your head well to be
1: honest I was kind of flexing because I have as you can see the most bone dead straight hair in the entire world and that is bone dead the thing yeah bone straight bone dead but I got so excited to see that I had this like one crinkle, I guess you could call it. It looks like a curl to me and I will take it and I'm gonna wear this little curl in the back of my head so proudly today. It looks like like the like pillows created that for you. It's, <laughs> it's like a true like nest in the back of <laughs> yeah, your like, head. <laughs> I know. We went so yesterday was hard, all the days have been hard. I am crying at a rate that is not even health like my acupuncturist tells me to cry every single day and that's gonna help me move energy through. I think she would be concerned at the rate that I'm crying. Right now. (laughs) And so we decided to do a baptism, a Squamish baptism, I've been calling it, and just like wash away whatever. I don't know. I'm not religious and I've never like learned anything about religion. But uh, so I don't know. I might be referencing this wrong. But basically, we gathered our child and we didn't even pack a single thing we packed one towel and a shovel and we loaded <laughs> ourselves into a car and we just beelined it to the river and we all did a big dunk even siege got right in there and oh, it felt good I we love needed those. we needed to wash away wash away the moments and create new start new
0: yeah that's baptism i well, okay you know that, there you go they they always say for kids it's like the solution is always water so like get them in a bathtub you know, get them in a pool wherever. Like water helps everything.
1: Yeah, and CJ loves water in the out. He just like loves exploring and like the outdoors and just like picking up random shit. Yeah, so <laughs> it was great. We all literally dunked our heads, reset, and just hung out and essentially watched the sun go down. Oh yeah, and that's the other thing is we like put him to bed a little bit later, and but we mm. forgot we had <laughs> parents who forgot to feed him dinner. <laughs> have okay. you ever done that
0: well I think especially when like solids are kind of new and then you're like yeah oh, fuck. like I like forgot to give you I don't know yeah I it's sometimes like often now I'm like oh shit sorry I meant I forgot to give you lunch I just forget
1: <laughs> I know I mean it's like summertime like yeah bro like go outside and like find your own berries
0: I know. I know. Okay. I'm so excited. Yesterday at the house, so we're like slowly – I think we're going to be like fully moved in by like mid – not fully, but like sleeping there by mid next week. But yesterday I went to Costco and made like a lower like pantry shelf is like Emmett's like snack zone so he can like reach it.
1: Cute. Did you color code it like the home edit gals?
0: Do Mm. Do you want a green snack or a red snack? No, I should have done that. But it looks pretty
1: like neat and tiny. No, no, don't. You should not have done that. You're good. Don't worry. Okay.
0: Okay. But I just thought like I was so smart because he can just like reach it himself. It's so smart. Yeah. And he just was so he thought it was so cool. He like ran in, grabbed a bag, grabbed a bag of veggie straws and beelined it back to his tree fort. And then he calls me, mom, do you want to have a
1: veggie straws in the tree fort with me? And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. He's so independent. That's so sweet. He's going to flourish in this home oh my god he's obsessed with the tree fort and
0: he thinks like he talks about the kids because there's like so many kids on the street so he's, he's always like the kids are coming and I'm like no one knows you and like oh my god that's so sweet yeah so I'm like always like he's just waiting for the kids to come in his tree fort
1: <laughs> oh I love it so much okay so speaking of food like did you feed your child did you like I'm Okay, you're not a food person, as we know. <laughs> yes. But it's weird because you kind of are. Like, you're you're an experienced person. So food is part yeah. of experience. So you love, like, a cafe sit down and, like, a croissant and a coffee or an olive and a wine. Like, Yeah. And, and I appreciate that about you because at least, like, you can meet me there. Yeah. But you're not, like, you're not, like, obsessive the way I am. No. So I'm just wondering, though, did you have visions or, like, fantasies about feeding your child and what that would look like? And now it's different now that you – are a parent of a solid eating mom or child?
0: Yes, definitely. I mean, at first I um, I know some people really find like the transition to solids really stressful. I honestly didn't. I I think because I was so over breastfeeding and bottle feeding, I was just so excited to like nourish him in a different way. And I also felt like it gave us like something to do in the day because it's like like, you know, kids can sit and like play with an avocado for like 20 minutes. Um, But when he was younger, he would literally eat anything. So it was really fun. But then when he turned about like 18 months, he got more and more picky. And so my visions of like, these like beautiful little bento box meals, like yeah. just kind of like went down the drinks. I'm like, fuck it, you're having Annie's mac and cheese for the fifth night in a row. Yeah. And I mean, I try my best to like, you know, toss in some like edamame beans or whatever, but I'm, I don't know, food is something like I do feel like guilt about and stress about sometimes, but I also just know like he's just doing normal, normal toddler stuff. And like, yeah, he'll, totally. He'll eat when he wants to eat. And if the only thing he eats is peanut butter toast, like it could
1: be worse. Oh, a hundred percent, he's eating. Yeah, I agree. yeah,
0: yeah. And like, I look at him, I'm like, "Okay, you're not like wasting away. You're fine." So, oh yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like you're so good with Siege. Like, I was actually just like the other day. I was thinking about how like Siege was eating sauerkraut, and I was like, oh. She's so good.
1: <laughs> oh, God. No, I just because I just throw spaghetti at the wall or my child like 24 7 to see what will stick. Yeah. No, no, no. I and also, no, I've been, I had fantasies about it. Like, I dreamt about feeding and cooking with him and doing all these cute things. Yeah. And then, and like, even if he'll eat something one day and then i put it in front of him two days later he's like fuck you and throws it on the ground. So yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually been the most unrewarding thing of my life and i actually hate feeding my child and except when he's eating something it's like the best thing i'm like oh my god like oh i know it's like my love language. And then but it is super unrewarding and i i don't put nearly the amount of effort i thought i would have because why would i when he I just know. throws it all on the ground so i i try to do like less lo, really low effort they say to like feed your kid what you eat or whatever but yeah and like sometimes it works i guess now that he's one i don't have to worry about sodium as much i don't know is that a yeah. thing? I don't okay know. i have no idea yeah. we're, we're clearly not the authority on that either so what mm-hmm. is it it's taxes what was the thing today? <laughs>
0: Um, like medical issues, job,
1: <laughs> and then also like nutrition for your child.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't, I mean, I think like you're supposed to be aware of like sodium and sugar before your child turns one, but I always thought I'm like, well, so then what, when they turn one, you're like, go hog wild. Here's the, you know, chips. And it just, doesn't really make sense to me. Like, of course you're going to be aware of it, but there's like sodium and sugar and everything.
1: Yeah, right? I know. Uh yeah, 100%. I know. I mean, definitely like I don't <laughs> I don't think when I feed my child Amy's burritos that I'm like winning any any awards <laughs> in the sodium department, but <laughs> also again, he's eating beans like hello, like let's celebrate that's, that. That's
0: that's great. Yeah, I mean, it is so I like was went through the phase of making the like little muffins with like cheese and egg and veggies and then I was like the little pancakes and for a while he was into it and then he wasn't and he was throwing them on the floor every single time and I'm like why am I doing this this is not
1: worth I remind myself though that I like I may like I may I loved my dinner last night but do I want to have it for the next six dinners probably not yeah even though you think I do you like think that I eat the same thing every day no, but I'm like I, to make new variations of things or like freeze it for later or whatever. Right. That's a topic for a different time. Um You're obsessed with your freezer. Well, because it's like Okay. <laughs> Wait, I feel attacked. <laughs> no but I just like you like you really you really came at me with that one
0: (laughs) I just think about when like you had siege and like you were I feel like all you ever talked about was your deep freeze you're like had like a record of what was in your deep freeze
1: like listen I moved it was really wild I moved to the suburbs I got pregnant I literally got my first car and I got a deep freeze like yeah I know it's a little shocking but it honestly (laughs) has changed my life like because I can like Like, people are always like, oh, my God, how do you cook – how do you eat home-cooked meals every day? Like, we don't really eat out because we can't because we live in Squamish. Yeah. And it's because I just, like, cook, like, five of one thing every time I cook it, and then I put it in the freezer for future Katie. And then future Katie is so happy. I just, like, pulled – actually, I just remembered I pulled macaroni and cheese sauce out yesterday, and I don't think I ever put it in the fridge. But anyways, I just, like, pull things out. It's so great. It's like a it's like a buffet in there. I even keep, like, obviously, I'm a Virgo. I keep, like, a whole notepad list and I, like, have my inventory. I mean, I basically run my deep freeze like I would run, like, my freezer at Kokomo.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, well, you know what? I actually, like, have space for a freezer. So maybe I need to become, <gasps> a, like, a freezer freak like you.
1: Oh, my God. I would love to train you on my ways. Yeah. But I you have to-, to cook. But I guess it would just be full of all of your lentil curry that you love to make
0: my lentil doll which I love how you say supposedly she makes a good lentil doll you know what I can cook I just don't like I feel like in life you have to choose the things that you yes. do and like that's just not what I do and I'm lucky to have a husband who loves to cook like he is like, yeah, send, totally he's, he's like sending me like spices he wants to get for our new kitchen I'm like cute
1: <laughs> and oh I'm, my like, god that's so cute
0: I know, but I'm like, can we just talk? You about don't the give light a fuck. Fi- what do you Let's... mean you
1: know? You don't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: I'm like, can we just talk about like the light fixtures? Like, I don't give a fuck about the spices, like whatever. But no, it's great. It's real. It's great that he has that passion because I have. Someone's got Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and um, mama, mama's gotta eat. And mama you got to eat. Mama can't live off croissants and lentil curry your whole life.
0: I mean, you could, but. Oh,
1: yeah, this is true. You've tried.
0: I've tried. I've definitely tried. Okay, I just have this random memory of when um, I was, like, very newly postpartum, and I just, like, didn't know how – I was, like, how <sighs> am I supposed to care for this baby and feed for, feed myself? And literally, you and I went to Whole Foods, and you, like, helped me. Yes. <laughs> you, like You're, like, okay, let's get you some, like, frozen things and easy things to eat. And, like, you just (laughs) stalked me up. And I I was thinking about it because, okay, so I'm going to see this morning my friend who just had a baby. And I was thinking about how you are so good at, like, giving people, like, giving moms things they need when they first have a child. Like, what do you think is, like? the key things that you bring to a new Oh my God,
1: I'm so happy you asked. I actually like literally was thinking that we needed to do like a whole episode on this. So my neighbor just had a baby. I feel like right lately these days, yeah, my number one thing is food. Oh, it's always been food when someone's um just come out. Because you can't cook like you don't you can't cook for yourself. And a lot of times the husband's not great at cooking. And so that is like the number one need. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, I always – I think about, like, usage. So when you are first have a baby, you're, like, hungry at all hours of the day, and you often only have, like, one hand, and you're just, like, trying to figure out life. So um, I make these energy balls. I'm not an energy ball kind of gal, but they have been – like, so someone made them for me when I was postpartum. And then now we have made them for every single person. And i literally been dropping them off at my neighbors like every three days. And I still keep them in my deep freeze. And I, I grab one like every time I head out of the garage with Siege. It's the best. So, okay. I would say like one-handed things are really important and nutrient rich. So yeah. lots of seeds. So like that bread that you and I got in Whistler, Ed's mm-hmm. bread has this like super seedy bread. You mm-hmm. want lots of seeds and that's like a like a nutrition thing for your hormones at this time the seeds are really going to help you like move through all your hormones yeah and then um yeah like frozen things like frozen curries and soups oh and then I always love to accompany that with like a really nice like fresh bread from like a local Mm, bakery so that there's like so much nutrients because sometimes you literally just want like butter and toast totally and sometimes you want like something soup and you want something that the husband can easily just like thaw and like heat or whatever. So mm. easy things. I think those are like the most important. It's like easy healthy snacks. Yeah. And then like nourishing, warm food and like really good quality.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm um I'm gonna like put together a few things for her before I go because yeah, I, I you dropped off a bag of stuff and there was this thing and it was like a like
1: a pop tart Mm -hmm. do you know know what
0: i'm talking about
1: yeah i got that at the um like the pie shop or whatever on fourth avenue they have like homemade pop tarts i saw that and i was like oh no i know my gal liz she needs this
0: (laughs) yeah no i was like breastfeeding Emmet, and just I was I just went I was like oh, I'll just try a bite and then I just ate the whole thing because you know how you're just so ravenous. yeah and I remember
1: but I remember you were kind of like lost your appetite at that point and you were like but I can eat these and I was like okay sweet
0: yeah yeah because I think I was just so yeah so overwhelmed with all the things but yeah no it's such like um I'm so excited to see my friend but I'm also like you know I always want to go in with like an energy that's not too I know. like ah, because it's there's it's so much and you do, you, ta- you
1: do a good job of that though when you came into my house you were very like respectful of it and like very I don't know you like matched the tone of the house really well you're good at yeah that. okay okay thank you
0: I yeah I was just I remember being like so excited to see you but I wanted to like yeah, I wanted to be chill. I think you guys
1: were all really concerned about me because, as you know, I literally went radio silent and I had a comms person, a.k.a. my night nurse, a.k.a. Chris, <laughs> oh my God. Um, fielding all of my um, communications. And so I feel like when I've talked to other people, they were like, oh, I remember actually someone came and I was like, oh, am I, like, doing better than you thought? They're like, you're doing way better than we thought. We were really concerned for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were very – I don't know. you. Ha- you were very chill. You were just – yeah, I think it. When, but don't
1: as, don't sorry, forget, like I didn't let anyone into my house for like the first month. So you were seeing like a yeah, like, yeah, a That's healed true. version of me.
0: That's true, but yeah, I um, I'm so excited to see her. And it also just always kind of brings me back because it's like we've talked about this before. Like when I see that someone just had a baby and then I know they're going home from the hospital, it's like, oh, it's such a wild and like precious and
1: terrifying time. I know. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, how do you, how do you like feel that with your friends? Like, do you ask them ahead of time, like, how they want support, or do you just like know them already? I find it really hard. My default is like, I'm going to stay away. I'm going to drop food at your front door. I'm going to text your husband and say, "There's food outside," so that you don't feel like you need to respond to me or Mm -hmm. look at your phone or say thank you and do all those things. Mm -hmm. And I'm here, and I'm also going to ask you, like. Are you? Do your nipples hurt? Have we pooped yet? And like, yeah, yeah. Um, are you okay? But like otherwise, I'm I'm like away until you call me over.
0: Yeah, that's I think my that, default. I think that's a good way to be, honestly. And I think that's actually a really good going forward, like asking people because I think when you're home and you're pregnant and you're waiting to have a baby, you have all the time to like think about that. Like it's too late to ask someone when they've had when they have the newborn baby, like what they need from you. Like yeah. I think like the worst, not the worst, but like, you know, when people ask you, like, what can I bring you? What do you need? You're like, I don't know what I need. I just like it's, I it's know. just so much.
1: Yeah, like you know, you've had a child, like you tell me what I need.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. Also, and see just turning one tomorrow.
1: Oh my god, you're so Good. Yes. This morning we woke up and Chris was like to see, she was like, this is your last day of as a zero year old. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sad. And he was like, this time last year, your mom was in labor. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Wow. Yes. We are doing the milestones already.
0: Oh, The the first birthday really really fucked me up, <laughs> I mean it, it it like in a way like it was just so um like it was such a time of reflection, but then like as you know, I feel like which is not really that common, and i um i like I sent out like a story pitch about this because I feel very strongly about it, like postpartum, I feel like people like really are focused on like those first like initial weeks and months after you have a baby, but like I experienced it also when Emmett turned one mm-hmm. um and i think like people people aren't like checking as much for it when you're at that stage because they're like oh right. well, you you did it you 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 made it through the first year which of course is like such a huge milestone but like as we mm-hmm. know like once the baby turns one there's so many other things that come up like daycare transition figuring out like who you are now that you're back at work mm-hmm. um so yeah i just
1: i don't know i've been thinking a lot about that Yeah, I 100% agree. I thought that at one, I would have it a lot more figured out. Yeah. And I I feel like I looked at Chris yesterday. I was like, I think this is the darkest we've ever been. And he agreed. So,
0: yeah, it's, it is a really, well, it's also too, like, the shininess of it has worn off. Like, this is your life now. (laughs) Um, You know, and okay, I wanted to. I said this to you yesterday, I think we should take like two minutes and each say like what we miss about our lives before having children, (laughs) because I've just been thinking so much about that. Not in like, oh, I wish I didn't have a child, but like maybe this is a good time to do that because like you're rounding out this like first year of parenthood, like in this moment, like what do you miss about your life before you had siege?
1: Yeah. Okay. For me, I think – What I miss most is my independence Mm -hmm. and just Chris and I were super independent. Like we really had our own lives going on and we would make, you know, dates with each other and like check in, but we did not do every single thing together. And so, um, yeah, I just miss like doing that and meeting up, meeting up with my friends like when I want to on a spur of the moment thing. It's hard for me because I really did move out of the city and have a child at the exact same time. So it's mm-hmm. always hard for me to pinpoint, like, is this a child thing or is this a suburban thing? Right. Or Do I live in the suburbs? Uh, kind of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this is also an educational podcast for me where I learn how to say things. <laughs> yeah. So I would say, like, it's my independence. What about you?
0: Yeah. Independence and, like, I always think about the morning time. Like, I was, like, the queen of, like, the loungy morning. Like, have my coffee in bed and, like, read my Mm -hmm. book. And that just doesn't exist anymore. I miss that. Um, And, like, I miss living a life without so many logistics, if that makes
1: sense. Yeah, 100%. I remember – thinking I remember watching these like mom I used to live on the seawall so I used to watch all these moms with like all these things and I remember thinking like I don't want to be one of those moms with these things like have to have all my little like mom things yeah and like I don't know and then I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like oh wait that's just like comes with the territory like you really can't leave the house with a stroller (laughs) how cute is it that I thought you could yeah and like you really can't leave your house with like certain things so Yeah, I know. I was like, just the admin is high. Yeah,
0: the admin is very high, and yeah, all the things. Like, I I remember actually Mila said she was like, Remember what it feels like to leave the house with like one bag with like maybe your wallet and Mm -hmm. a lip gloss in it because like you'll never have that again. And it's very true. Like, you're always just like carting all of the stuff, and as much as you want to think you're going to be this, like minimalist mom like
1: you need you need all the things um yeah I agree I mean yeah I mean (laughs) there I still do kind of try to be a minimalist mom though like I feel like Chris and I like never leave the house with a diaper which is super dark we haven't had like any wild issues yet we all it only takes one time to teach us a lesson
0: I think about Chris with like the one diaper in like his back (laughs) jeans pocket
1: oh yeah so Chris and I had this thing I guess I don't know when it was sometime in the last year and there was like this new little wine bar that opened up and I would go with my neighbors on like a Friday afternoon and then and he would take he would walk siege there when he was just like a little itty bitty thing in a carrier. and then he would just have yeah a thing <laughs> di- like one little diaper and like it was a newborn diaper in the back pocket and he would just like come meet us at the wine bar and have like a stand-up drink with Siege while he was sleeping. Oh, those mm-hmm. were the days. Ugh, yeah but okay, okay, flip it. What are you most excited about to experience as a mom or uh, to do with your child?
0: um well I feel like this is already happening but I feel like as they get older like Emmett is becoming more of like my friend where we can just do things together um and so I'm really excited to like do more travel with him um I think I mean this is like a whole other thing but like where my mind goes with if we have another kid or not is like, I feel like having another kid really soon might mean that like these bigger trips that we want to do might not happen as quickly. And like, I have Mm -hmm. these visions of like, going to Paris with Emmett when he's five, and we just, you know, have croissants together and explore. And I just think like that I don't know. Not that like we can't have a child and travel, but anyway, I'm really excited to travel more for sure.
1: What I would say from my friends, shout out to Marika, is that she like will still go with just like one child. I think I don't know. I might be making this up, but she'll so she'll be like, okay, cool. Like the under one is gonna stay home with dad, and yeah. we're gonna go on this trip and you know go for a week or whatever, and we're gonna eat the croissant because I you know she mm. has a four, a five year old, and so. That. I think that you don't need to do everything as a family unit and I don't know about you but when I look back on some of my best memories it's when like my dad would like pull me out of school and have my own yeah. lunch date with me you know and like yeah. have we'd have our own moments so I think it's I think it's still doable and it's doable to travel like I mean that's like a core value of mine and that's something that I grew up with was like a high level of travel and living mm-hmm. abroad mm-hmm. and that's like a non-negotiable for me even And Chris reminds me of that all the time, even though I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't, I don't want to go for a drink, you know, wherever, like just down to the local, like Mexican shop or whatever, because like, it's just too much with him. And he's like, no, we're not going to be like, yeah, we're not going to, I don't know. He has a phrase for it. Obviously I don't know what it is, but basically (laughs) like, we're not going to be like child trapped. Like we're still going to do these things. And like, he almost does it. I'm like, okay. Um, I feel like he almost does it like to a point, but I'm like, to like make a point, but I'm also like – yeah, it it is true. But anyways, I totally think it's possible and I'm mm-hmm. here to support you in that.
0: Okay, amazing. I mean I love the idea of like one-on-one traveling with your kid. I feel like that's really fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. also another thing I've been thinking a lot about with like having a boy is like I'm excited to – I don't know, like learn more about raising a boy and like as he gets older and becomes more of like a person with like his own – you know, quirks and he's like interacting with like, you know, different kids. Like, I just, I wanna, um, I'm just excited to raise like a really kind little boy.
1: Yeah. Like, someone, I remember my friend Zach, he didn't know I was having a boy, but in my head, I knew I was having a boy. And I had just told him I was pregnant and we were sitting, we we're having noodles and he has two sons and he was like, you, he just kind of, told me without realizing he was telling me this but like the importance and like the level of thought that needs to go into raising like for him to white males you know mm-hmm, and like how mm-hmm. can you and very privileged kids so like how can you yeah just like create this like more conscious human that is out there in the world doing great things yeah totally. I did, it, it's like a large level of responsibility but yeah like we've got this
0: for the challenge what about you what are you excited about with siege
1: I mean it's hard for me to look okay right now I'm excited to like be in the kitchen with him and cook with Mm -hmm. him and he really wants to like help me he loves to like get into the kitchen so I actually Mm -hmm. just got him one of those like stand-up kitchen helpers that he's getting for his first birthday and I'm so excited I was just gonna
0: say yeah those are so great
1: yeah my parents got it for us so I'm so excited for that like, as a short term thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think, I don't know, I think long term, I really think, again, it's about food, like just sitting at the dinner table with him and like talking about like our days and our lives. And I'm really excited for that. These are such simple little things. I, I honestly haven't had the brain power to think much,
0: no, much further than that. That's so great. And I feel like, it's so, it's so nice that you have food as this like central thing in your life because it is such as like, as much as I'm not a foodie, it is a huge way that we connect with our kids.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. I realize we haven't really talked about anything work related on this I know. podcast. I was just, thinking- I guess you could say we're not your working mommies right now. No,
0: except like I totally am. Working
1: <laughs> I know. I agree. Like I feel like with Kokomo opening of taken on a little bit more and like even just like the mental capacity I of know, everything I know. yeah um it's- but it's almost like i don't even know what to talk about with it
0: well okay i mean the one thing i i sent you this yesterday like i um we're in like the home stretch of Emmett going back to daycare thank god mm-hmm. um but like it's been a bit dicey getting babysitters because they're all busy getting their eyelashes done. But um yesterday I with literally Jordan Louie. With Jordan Louie. Um we just I like sat we sat in the yard and I like set him up with his diggers and he just like literally played in the dirt for an hour while I worked. And He would come over and, like, show me, like, a worm or a rock or something. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, mommy's working. And that was how I did it. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of just how I'm, like, making it happen right now. But it feels like a lot. Plus with moving. Like, I actually, like, had this moment last night where I'm like, oh, like, I'm actually quite surprised that I haven't had, like, a Britney Spears level meltdown yet. Given everything that's on my plate.
1: Well, I can't see. Do you have hair or is it just in a ponytail? Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, you haven't had your mouth down yet. I
0: haven't shaved it off
1: yet, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, it's not the end of the week yet. It's only Wednesday. I know. There's much
0: more time to shave it off. <laughs> Poor Brittany. She's writing a book. It's coming out really
1: soon. Yeah. I don't think I'm the authority on her. I'm I'm going to leave my authority, authoritative speak to taxes and healthcare. Have Would you been you- watching the latest season or the new cast for New, um, Real Housewives of New York? I forget if you're a real housewife, a gal.
0: Okay, well, I'm not, I don't like watch any of them faithfully. Faithfully, oh, I had a moment where I'm loyally, at, right? loyally,
1: did I miss a word? I guess faithfully. faithfully,
0: it works too. Um, but. I was excited about this one because it's a whole new cast and I feel like it's like a fresh start so I can mm-hmm. like tune in and not know yes, like the that's history. That's so true. Yeah, and also Jenna Lyons, I'm very intrigued by.
1: I've- yeah, I feel like that was a great casting move. I'm sure they spent a really a lot amount of time trying to get her. I'm so shocked they got her.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird uh I don't know. I've I've watched two episodes, I think, and then I actually just listened to um, what's her name? Aaron. Not Skinny. Aaron. Yeah, like yeah. I listened to the interview with Aaron. Okay, that was I loved that interview. They're just both these like New York Jews just talking about like they went to the same high school. I just was like, I okay, be I love with you.
1: Aaron. She actually reminds me of Christina Disler, our friend. Something about her, but
0: oh, I, hey, I, I love her.
1: It. I've now gone into like episode four or five, and I yeah, she's actually she's like the most real. And I'm like really vibing with her. I think she's great.
0: Her mom vibes, like in the first episode, she's like, Yeah, basically, having kids is just like giving them things so they leave you alone. <laughs> and like, and then they show her like kid with like the magnet towels. I was like, Yeah, I have those magnet towels. And that's literally why I bought them. <laughs> it's like, okay. just so Emmett will leave. Erin,
1: Erin, <laughs> if you're listening, you can be our first guest if you'd like.
0: I would die. I love her. And, and then what's the one's name with the twins?
1: Jessen or something, Je-
0: Jessel. I feel I feel kind of yeah, bad for her. They like position. They're giving her a
1: poor edit. They yeah, are sorry, keep going.
0: Well, I was just gonna say they're really like positioning her kids as like nightmares, and like I feel bad for her kids. Like I don't yeah, know, yeah,
1: because it's hard. Yeah, you're gonna grow up to be an adult and have that. I know, kind of like what we've done to Emmett on this podcast. MCJ. I know, I know, <laughs> no, I'm joking. They're-,
0: they're really lovely little boys, but yeah, Jenna Lyons is. She's so she's very like she's such an enigma. Like she. She's so odd, but, like, I really want to, like, know more.
1: But the most creative, like, magnificent, especially people in New York are like that. Like, someone like Jenna would never live in L.A. I love that. I love that she would only live in New York or, like, somewhere like
0: that.
1: She could never live in L.A.
0: No. And I also didn't know she was a lesbian. Not that it matters, but I didn't know that.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know if I knew. I, I think I knew. I have no idea. But does she also have a son?
0: Yeah, like I think she um, – Yeah,
1: she's had a second life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. references it often. I think she's great. I actually love this cast. Like I think – At first I was like, ooh. I mean, obviously the last cast had to go. It was like watching – Like it was horrible. It was just a lot of screaming and just yeah. really poor behavior. Yeah. I think this cast is so much more relatable for our demographic. Totally. And I feel like it's actually like the real live Sex and the City. Am I, am I like – Am I idealizing it? No,
0: no, I agree, and I also just think like I love how there's like the moms, but then there's you know the influencer. It's just I don't know. Yeah, and even, even and the way they talk, I'm like, oh no, like I I, I um I vibe with. Yeah, this and
1: I sure. love seeing the different styles of motherhood. And now I follow them on Instagram, and you get to see more into their motherhood yeah. and how they yeah. work. And I love so the last episode that they just shot or just aired um they had Sai and she showed like her how she does content creation and stuff like that and i love that they're actually like showing their work and showing their motherhood lives and showing their social lives i think it's gonna be like our show i'm very into it although i really like i love all of them i will have to say and maybe i'm just like an a victim of like this the way the producers have tried to edit it but like jessel is like just trying way too hard for me
0: yeah, no, she's, I mean, I, like I said, I've only watched two episodes. I'm so, is there, how many is there now?
1: I don't know. Maybe four or five. I hate how they've also give, I feel bad for her. Cause it, she really like opened up and said that her and her husband hadn't had sex since they had their twins and now they're really running with it. And like, I, I don't know if you can, like, you can't really escape that, that narrative. I know,
0: I know, I know. And like, she, cause also, they really, yeah, go ahead. As they added her, like, she's really mean to her husband too.
1: I know, but I do think she's, like, really worried about what people think and is really trying. Which, like, yeah, you have cameras in your house. It's super awkward and weird. I can't imagine what I would be like. I'm, like, weird when we just hit record on, like, a podcast without a video.
0: <laughs> yeah, I no, I'm really excited about it. I love having – especially because Kardashians are over for now. I yes. like having, like, a new – Wait, you don't new- watch Big Brother? <laughs> no, I don't watch Big Brother. I don't watch Temptation Island. I, like <laughs> – I feel like I watch, like, the top-tier reality TV.
1: Yeah, you're, like, a posh little bitch when it comes to reality TV, and I am living on the streets.
0: Yeah, you you really, like, scrape the bottom of the barrel. I also, like, watch um, – I know you don't really watch shows,
1: like, fictional shows, <laughs>
0: but I've watched this one this week. It's not at all related to motherhood, but – it what was it called painkiller on Netflix. Oh,
1: I know. I really want to watch it. It makes me really sad, but I loved the document or the other one that they did about the Oxycontin one. Like, yeah, I loved dope sick. It's and I basically
0: like- exactly like that. I mean, it's obviously like different stories and, um, what's his name? Tim Riggins from Friday night lights is mm-hmm. in it and he's an addict. And I just think he's so hot. And then it was also just so sad seeing like the life of like a father and a business owner fall apart. I, I feel like the Oxy Cotton story. It's like it's like so hard to look away, but it's so devastating. Like I finished horrible.
1: It, it, yeah, it just was a bit too heavy for me, so I haven't started it. Yeah, um, like
0: wait till you're in like a bit of like a brighter place.
1: But I, <laughs> I totally mean not crying ten times today.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I because I started it and then I like couldn't stop. And Aaron was like, "What are you doing? Like I'm in my like dark oxycontin world i have to finish do you this watch
1: shows with aaron like are you guys watching that together
0: no we don't watch anything oh my god together. We what don't. i know you and chris are good that way <laughs> aaron just oh made- my
1: god i wouldn't be able to pay attention i have such add i almost need someone to hold me accountable to keep my eyes forward
0: no uh, we well, the thing that we've always like, d- like, fought about is like, Aaron will because he goes to bed later than I do, he'll go ahead in a show, and <laughs> I, I feel like he's literally cheating on me when he does it. I'm it's it's just so infuriating that I'm like, okay. let's just do our own thing, and plus, he's been so busy with the house. Like, I'm watching like the Oxycontin show, and he's like finishing renovating our home,
1: you know, <laughs> like, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, but um, yeah, that one. You guys probably
1: like do nicer things together. Like you probably have a healthier relationship. Chris and I like literally like rot on the couch. Well, our child take has been taking three hours to get to bed, so we don't even watch TV right now. We're so behind and everything. <sighs> um, But we try to squeeze in one episode a night and we literally like sink into this couch and mm-hmm. we like eat whatever it was in our deep freeze from the month before. <laughs> <laughs> the deep freeze. Are you reading anything else? Are you reading anything?
0: No. Well, I mean, I'm still reading. I'm almost done the Minka Kelly uh, memoir, which is good. But it's, like, it's just quite um, dramatic and there's a lot happening and my brain needs, like, something light and fun. Um, so I'm hoping to be done that soon. I just haven't – like, I usually read at, like, such a quick pace. But mm-hmm. I've been so tired at the end of the day just because of, you know, the house stuff and parenting and working, whatever. But – um yeah, the other – the only other thing I have to I like, share – I like
1: that you, like, didn't even need to tell us that you read at such a fast pace. Like, I thought that was going to lead to something. But, like, you're actually changing the subject. So you just, you just like, popped it in there. Just a little boop. I like read it a... a quick pace. You mean, like, a <laughs> We flex. get it.
0: We get it. Um, no, my other um, recco I wanted to share was a podcast. Um, it's kind of like a true crime – well, I don't know if it's true crime, but called The Retrievals. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, so the gist is it's about a fertility clinic, like Yale University Fertility Clinic.
1: Oh, basically He's- like the – your father or whatever that was on Netflix?
0: No, I'm just re- – I'm having like a flashback that I, we actually have had this conversation in real life. <laughs> and you said that the last time too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just to like recap it for the the um pause fam, nice. Um so these women are having these like retrieval, like egg retrieval um, procedures. <laughs> like, without, like your father, like on, yeah. On I Netflix. mean, but again, not really. Um, and <laughs> without any, um, without any like painkillers, and like they're in oh. so much pain. And then it comes out that a nurse is stealing the fentanyl and replacing it with saline. And so oh yeah, so you're you're
1: like, in deep in your op- opioid life right now. I,
0: I, yeah, I really am. I really am in deep. Maybe it just like makes me feel better. Like at least I'm not.
1: It keeps you away from the clippers for your head. Yeah, um, exactly. What are clippers? Okay. I don't know. Shears? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you know what I realized is that are this you, podcast – Are you
0: circling back to Brady's <laughs> ears?
1: <laughs> I circled. I circled.
0: <laughs> well, it took me a minute. you know what
1: i I was thinking about the other day in the shower which is like my only bit of me time these days and man is it precious yeah and i was thinking like this podcast is really like illuminated big word for me (laughs) the fact that like I I know I sound like a fucking doorknob on here but the thing is like it actually is just (laughs) it's so me like I don't know how to I mean you probably can explain me better and use words better than I can but I just am like I just show up and like hope that like I can say the things properly and like explain myself and I'm just not good at putting my emotions or anything to words. But like the inside here is really a real thinker is a real oh. person is really ticking and moving yes. at a rapid rate, almost too fast for words.
0: That's exactly it. Like it's like how right now Emmett has like a little bit of a stutter, but I don't think it's like he truly has a stutter. I think it's, he's so excited about life and what he wants to say that he's yeah. talking before he's fully had a chance to like process it. I think that's you a little bit too. That's me. And I've always, I have, I have a memory to share of you when way back at Lululemon. You are,
1: you've been like really going in the archives of that little brain of yours.
0: I know. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty.
1: It it moves fast. It does read fast.
0: It does does read fast. Don't forget. Um, But no, when we were at Lululemon together and we were making like a video of you making a green juice for social. Oh yeah.
1: Katie's Eats.
0: Katie's Eats. Yeah. And you like took a sip of it and you're like, oh, I can just feel it filling my (laughs) cells And I just think it's like this girl is fucking nuts, but I love her. You're like, yeah, it's in my cells. Like, yes, it
1: is true. Though I'm like that. I can really feel it. I mean, you know, that's how I meditate. Is I imagine my cells filling up with one feeling. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea, actually. (laughs) Okay. Circling back to what I've been reading, or yes. I've only read three pages of, but it's a really good start. <laughs> so you guys, I'm on my second book since having a child, and it all started on this podcast journey. Yes. I, I remember when we first started podcasting, I said I haven't picked up a book since um, Jennifer look Wiener. You, look how far you've come. Look how far I've come on my book number two. I'm not reading at the rapid rate that my friend does, but I've got (laughs) some reality TV to catch up on. But when that's over, I have been getting a few pages in every night. And my new book is called Friends and Strangers by Courtney Sullivan. And have you you've heard of it?
0: I like I've seen the cover. I've definitely I've heard good things. This is your library book, right?
1: Yeah, I'm a big, I, there's something about the library that I just, it just, I get a kick out of it. Like I just get to read a book for free. I'm not like a, (laughs) I'm not a deals gal. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I'm not like a deals gal, like at all, but, um, I don't know. I love that the books are free. I think it's the coolest thing alive.
0: I mean, it is pretty cool. I love going to the library with Emmett. He thinks it's so cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm really learning that Emmett and I have a lot of similarities.
0: You're both very (laughs) – yeah, you are. You are.
1: (laughs) So the great thing about Squamish is like they have so many – like I don't know. There's less people in this town. So they have so many books available for me, which is so awesome. And they have board games that you can rent or whatever, borrow.
0: Whoa. I did not – like think of you as a board I'm like
1: how how do they know that all the pieces are back is it a trust thing or do they count every single thing I don't know that's where my operational brain went to but friends and strangers so it's starting out, it's like kind of all the things you love. I'm pretty sure they like are, it's almost too real. Like the woman has a new baby and oh, it's no. very real. And she's basically talking about like waking up in the middle of the night and looking at her snoring husband and resenting him and then going downstairs to breastfeed and then going on um, like a Facebook group, hashtag or slash Reddit yeah. and like connecting with these moms of like Brooklyn. Anyways, that's all I've read. But I was like, girl, I feel you. It might be a little bit too real, but We just had eight hours of sleep in our household, so I can handle anything like a book like this.
0: I can't wait to hear the full review.
1: I know. Um, Should we do a quick session of hot takes and then take her home?
0: Yeah, let's do it. It's my turn to ask you.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm nervous. Okay. Hold up. Let me bring up my list. Okay. Okay.
0: Also, so, I wore my
1: PJs. I kept my PJs on for you, just so you could feel like I'm, super snuggly today.
0: They—they they look cute. Well, I actually am wearing my PJs. I just threw my
1: my Kokomo shirt
0: over top. Okay. Um.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Sorry, I just like I can't. She's on Had my mind. To. Had to. <laughs> okay,
0: gender reveals
1: oh, I don't know. I'm not down. I didn't reveal mine to a single person. And I told everyone that I didn't know. So if you are just entering the chat room, I'm sorry. I told you I didn't know who I was having. I like to keep things really close to my heart sometimes. And that was one of them. You did not down. You did know. Oh, yeah. Did I? Is this the first time you're finding out?
0: No, I think I did know that. Maybe. I don't know. You were very like elusive about it. <laughs> no. Um Okay. So. Hmm
1: doulas oh my god I'm glad you asked wow I feel like I planted you in the audience today you've been asking everything I wanted you to ask uh doulas are I just finally a year later left a like google review for my doula so if you want to look it up her name is Jess Screedon and she is amazing I actually want to bring her on the podcast to help tell my birth story I think Mm -hmm. we'll probably do birth stories next season um, yeah. yeah, we have seasons on this podcast. More to come. Yeah. Um, but she I I would pay two million dollars, not even one. I would double it and yeah. double down and paying two million dollars. She was the best thing to happen. She literally became like, honestly, just read my Google review, but she became one with our family. She was as much a support to me as she was to Chris, and she really supported Chris in supporting me. Mm. And she told us like when to rest. She was, she just made herself at home. Like she came back to our house and had a nap mid like delivery in like the best way possible. Do you know I what I mean? That. Like yeah. I know. Like she just like she was just in it with us. She was amazing. I've never had another doula, but if that is how doulas it are, I would highly recommend her. She really just helped us understand that I felt like I had an advocate on my side. You know, as we know, I'm not like a medical advisory. And so whenever something happened or whenever the doctors were explaining something to me, she could that we could actually like have our own little moment and she could explain like all my options and Mm -hmm. she wouldn't tell me what to do, but she would help me understand what decisions were available to me and really walk me through and help me like figure out. Yeah. What my. Best option was so I really liked it. I felt like she was on my board of directors in the room, Mm -hmm. and that was really important to me because I actually wanted to go the midwife direction, but I there was no one available for me Mm -hmm. when I had our child. So, doula, I would one hundred percent always use a doula, and it was super helpful.
0: I love that. I'm just sorry. I'm thinking about Chris telling me that you had your sage eye mask on in the delivery Mm -hmm. room, and like doctors (laughs) were trying to talk to you, and you're like, I'm in the zone. (laughs)
1: Oh my God. Okay. Well, like story time, but like they, yeah, it didn't, their vibe wasn't working for me. The girl (laughs) kept, the nurse kept having like texts coming through. Like she was clearly like texting a doctor or whatever, Yeah, but like the noise was on. If you know, I do not have, I've never had a notification on in my entire life. Like that is, that doesn't work for me. And I am trying to like breathe through my contractions and really be in the moment. And the fucking phone keeps like doing like a, an iPhone text message. And I was like, you need to answer your phone or put it on silent, but this cannot go on. And I like had, had my sage mask on. I hadn't eaten in so long. I didn't realize that like I (laughs) wasn't really able. Yeah. So I was, I had such a headache. It was in the middle of a heat wave and I was going through this big moment and I had my sage, I had like peppermint roller on my (laughs) face and I was basically like a walking ad for sage. It was great for them, not for me. And then, yeah. And then at, when they were like, okay, it's time to push. I lit. I was like, oh my God, like for real, like I'm just going to push. Like you guys are acting so chill about this. Like it was yeah. not like the movies at all. It was very yeah. like, okay, cool. Like we're just going to like push. Yeah. And I literally kicked every single person out of that delivery room, except for my doula, and my husband. And I was yeah. like, okay guys, like we're going to have a baby in a few minutes. Like we need to wrap our heads around this. Little yeah. did I know my baby was not coming in a few minutes and it was going to be a whole other story. But yeah. And then when they – the big like doctor came in and like gave me some tough news. I like just kept my my Chris was like, take off your eye mask and look her in the <laughs> eyes. And I was like, no, I can't. I truly can't. And then like months later when I went for my checkup with the doctor, because this wasn't like my regular um doctor, I saw her and I just was like, I kind of walked walked in with like my tail between my legs and I was like Hi, I just really want to apologize for like my behavior on my delivery (laughs) day. And she was so sweet. And she was like, Oh, honey, no, no, this was like your experience. A, I don't remember you. Who the fuck are you? And B, this was your experience. I'm like just a guest and honored to be there. And she was so sweet. Okay, next. That was not a hot take. Keep going.
0: Okay. Sorry, I just I had to call that up because
1: this is the most on brand
0: Katie behavior I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> we'll do a full episode, and I'll have Jess Greedon on as um as a, not even a guest, just like part of the family, and maybe even Chris, and we'll actually go through like what the fuck happened that day and beyond.
0: Love it. Okay, I'm gonna do one more. Okay, you yep. ready? Um. All right.
1: Make it good.
0: Oh God. <laughs> um. Okay. Chris's parenting,
1: like your husband. Oh, my God. Like, this is the first episode we haven't, like, knocked Chris down. (laughs) And we're just going to end with that. No. Actually, no. Why am I – yeah, why did I just go to such a negative place? Like, again, I am such a negative Negative. little bitch. (laughs) No. His – you can hear him upstairs. He's. I knew he would be, so it's, like, not even a surprise, but he is the best – I mean, Like not, sorry, not to throw shade on Aaron or my own dad, but he is truly up there with those two and he is the best dad in the entire world. Like he is the best. That's my hot take. I can't, I I can't, it's, you know me, I can't put words to it. It's like too overwhelming, but he is the best dad and he takes care of our whole family and he's the best. And like, seriously, CJ is so lucky to have him. He's the best.
0: We love you, Chris. We love you. Nursy Chris.
1: Yeah. Positive, happy little bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, should we should we wrap it up today? Yeah,
1: wrap it up like a burrito.
0: See you next week.
1: Okay. Love ya Bye. Love you. Bye.